This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Hey, everybody, Chris Bentliff back with you at Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, and I have Pat Arcatapani back with us to talk today, Pat, about top line growth. And uh, this is a pretty important uh, conversation. I think a lot of companies struggle with how to achieve that, where to put their energy and their resources. So let's start with what do you think are some of the essential sort of elements or components in investing in top line growth? Okay, well, I think, you know, obviously uh, there's a lot of different ways to approach uh, growing a a company uh, at the top line or anywhere else within the company. And um, I broke it down into two categories, basically. I think there are external ways of growing a company and internal ways. Uh, either one requires uh, a very close look at uh, what it is you're about to, you know, endeavor into. Mm. And if it's if it's external, we're talking about things like acquiring another company or getting involved in some kind of uh, joint venture, a distribution deal, a manufacturing deal, you know, with with outside companies. Um, and just in general, just trying to capitalize on on business opportunities, like for example, the pandemic. You know, if you if you manufactured, you know, paper towels, that's a great opportunity, you know, or masks. You know, it's a good opportunity to, to immediately grow your business. So that's the external side. On the internal side, there are things that your company is doing, um, for example, or could be doing. For example, launching a, a, a marketing campaign. Uh, and before you go ahead and, and take on something like that, it, it's, it would be good to understand all the components of, of what you're trying to do and what the impact will be on your business. So it could be a marketing campaign. It could be uh, developing a new product or a new product line or just increasing the uh, distribution that you have or just adding new products that will deepen the relationship you have with your existing customers, things like that. So those are the two different kind of areas you can look at in terms of trying to grow your business. A couple of interesting things come to mind for me with that. One is I, I think that sometimes there's a popular idea, maybe it's a misconception that the external is a shortcut. So I'm just going to acquire or aqua hire. You know, I don't have the talent around me. I'm going to find a company that does. Um, is it really that easy? I mean, I would imagine that there's a lot of different, you know, pain points that can emerge from trying to do the external versus the longer, but maybe more sustainable process of the internal. What do you think? Uh, well, I, I think it's easy to say it. I think yeah. that's true. Um, I think it's, I think it's very, there's a lot more to uh, engaging whether it's external or internal uh, an idea. When you have an idea, I mean, it could be the best idea in the world, but it's not going anywhere unless you have all of the components thought through and you get everything lined up and your timing is, is correct and your market is correct. I mean, you know, if you were going to open a restaurant during the pandemic, it, that could be the greatest restaurant in the world, but you're not going to, you're going to go out of business in two months because you're not going to be able to have any customers. So you have to, you know, you have to, that's a, that's an extreme example, but you have to match whatever it is you're doing has to fit within the framework of what your company uh, is is already doing what their mission is, uh, or you have to have a plan for extending it 
to whatever it is that you're, you're trying to do. And in order to do that properly, it, it, you know, as a CFO, yes, there's a lot of financial analysis that should go into this. You should be able to understand your, your what you're going to sell, how much you're going to sell it for, how you're going to get the information to your customers, uh, you know, a whole marketing plan. And, and, but you have to quantify that. And you have to quantify your sales plan. Who's going to sell it? How are you going to sell it? What are your channels? I mean, is it internet? Is it, is it retail? Is it some other form of, of, of just business to business networking? You know, there's a lot of different ways. If you're going to buy something, you have to do a complete analysis to see if that whole organization somehow can fit into your organization. And you have to make intelligent decisions about how to fit it into your organization. Another example is people make this mistake a lot. Uh, let's say you have a, a, a very well-known brand. You know, uh, maybe you're General Motors. You make cars. You make trucks. Everybody knows that, you know. But if General Motors decided they wanted to, I don't know, uh, they wanted to go into the milk business, mm -hmm. let's say, okay, and they put General Motors milk, it's, it's not going to fly, it doesn't make any sense. Even though General Motors is a big name, everybody knows it doesn't make any sense if the product doesn't fit within their, their, uh, their, what everyone knows them for. So this little, it sounds like a little thing, but those are major things. So they have to understand that if they're going to go into that business, you don't, you don't produce that product the same way you produce a car. You don't distribute it the same way. You don't have the same audience. You have to, fit all of the pieces into the a puzzle and put them all together and you have to be able to do it and afford it and have you know have the cash have the money uh, have the resources have the distribution the manufacturing every whatever it is you've got to have all of that stuff lined up you know so in order to do that a person a CFO can help organize the whole thing because CFO is no longer a just a financial guy. A CFO has to understand the nature of the business that he's operating in. And, and if he does, then he'll know how to evaluate marketing plans, sales plans, business plans, strategic plans, everything. And all of those have to be not only put together, but, but timed in terms of how things would go from the idea to the execution. And so the most important thing about growing a business is, is planning the growth to meet and match your, your objectives, your, your, your company's objectives, your company's culture, your, your, uh, your image, whatever, whatever pieces make sense for what you're doing. And that's not so easy to do. So you need, you need somebody uh, that can rationalize all of that relative to everything else that's going on. Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com You raise so many interesting points and um, 
it's really interesting how important and essential these skill sets are from the chief financial officer who is multidisciplined enough to be able to do all these things. That is unique inside of an organization. And I really like what you're raising about sometimes when we think about acquisitions, there's all these business components to it that are obvious, but you're talking a lot about reputational risk, uh, value propositional risk, propositional risk, you know, General Motors milk, how that's going to land. You know, you can't just use your resources that work for one thing and suddenly think that they'll uh, work for another thing. Bring me into the other side of that. What are some of the risks with internal growth? What are some of the things that I need to watch out for that I might not expect could be the pain points uh, ahead of me if I'm trying to just do this the organic internal way. Okay. Well, there's, again, there's a lot of those. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of that cookie that came out a few years ago. It was huge uh, as far as the launch. Um, can't remember the name of it. It was in green boxes, uh, but it was all over the shelves. And they, they made a low fat cookie and they put it all over the shelves and it was huge distribution and they virtually sold nothing hmm. because it didn't taste that good. And so, I mean, that, that was poor planning, you know, that they think, they think that everybody wants a low fat product. So they're going to, they're going to sell it. And that came from, I don't know, one of the major food companies put that on the shelf and, and it failed miserably. And, and there's a lot of risk with it because if you don't do your homework internally or externally, that was a marketing plan. They, they, they thought of it as a marketing uh, plan. It, it, well, before you have a marketing plan, you have to have a solid product, Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and that's, again, I mean, that's this, maybe that's not a financial example, but it is if a, if a CFO said, okay, let me see the results of your focus groups. Let's, let's see what, what they said. Let's try to figure out what the logical uh, expectations are for this. Let's see if there's a demand for this product. You know, what are our, what are your competitors doing, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I mean, internally, it could be even worse because you could also just overburden your existing people. You know, you can't, nothing gets done without your staff, without the resources. Mm. So if you start to bring in new things and it's, it sounds great on paper, but you know, have you, have you thought through the resources you need, the internal resources to make that happen? Um, and, and have you identified the players that you're going to get involved? Have you put enough, enough of a budget together to cover that and the insurance and the, and the, I don't know, the product liability, whatever, whatever you need, um, uh, the, the launch, do you, do you understand the business well enough that you're getting, that you're, maybe you're in the business, but the, the component, the specific components of the things you're trying to do, like if you're doing an, an they say you're doing an internet version of, what you, what you already do. Okay. Well, how, how, what are the profits look like on the internet versus, you know, a store? What, what, how do you advertise what you're doing online? Is that, is that the same thing as what I'm doing now? Putting ads in the paper? Uh, it may be doubtful, you know? So the point is you, there, there's a lot of considerations, whether it's internal or external, and then it, it goes beyond. It goes to, am I going to manufacture something new? Am I, do I need a different factory? How am I distributing this? Should I be hooking up with a with a, a you know a, a, an existing distributor to get all this out? Should we be doing it ourselves? Uh, does this have any special requirements? Again, these are all things that somebody producing a, a new 
idea and product should have already thought of, but taking all that, putting it into a plan, quantifying it, and then showing how you're going to make money, that, that, that's a separate skill that, that is needed to, to rationalize a, a business project or idea internally or externally. So unravel some of that for me from a really um, essential sort of point of view. So whether it's I'm trying to um, my top line investments externally, what's like the one or two things I should do to start that process correctly to avoid getting stuck? And same with internal. What there's all these ways I could screw this up. What are one or two things I should do at the start to start asking the right questions? Okay, I, I, I mean, I'm a big believer in keeping things simple if it's possible. So I say if you're, if, you, if you're trying to go out and start to build on your company, I think the, the easiest way to do it is to think in terms of just working on what you have, you know, and, and that means, okay, let's, let, me, let me make sure what I have internally is working the way it should work. Then if I'm going to go out and try to find something else to add, maybe I add something that's close to what I'm doing so that it makes it an easier uh, um, integration. So if I get someone that's in a similar, let's say I'm, I'm operating in New York only and uh, I have whatever product I have, and there's, and, but there's a company in California that's doing something similar. That might be a really good acquisition target because they're doing the same thing I'm doing. I know the, I know the business. I know, I know what it's going to take. I know what they have, if it's good or bad. I know what I have, and I know how we can maybe join forces and use the same back office or the same procedures and the same software or whatever. So I could save money on the, on the, um, the fixed expenses, and at the same time, I could expand my business in something I know. And that, that in my mind, is a, is, a, is a much easier win than trying to go into new and different areas. Uh, the other way to, to avoid the problem, of course, is to get people that know a field that you're not necessarily in. So if maybe before you were restricted to this geography, now that you have another geography, you can do you know, national you know, national advertising or national exposure. So you might, you might want to bring someone on board that, that has that experience that could, that could, you know, spearhead that. Um, but that's, again, that's a much easier thing than trying to, Oh, that looks like a good idea. Let me jump into that and, and not really know much about it. it really and, and with the CFO to kind of lay it all out, it, it becomes very clear if it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. It really connects to some other conversations we've had about planning and about making sure that you've got the right team and buy-in from the team um, to, to, to align to a goal that you want to reach, which obviously an acquisition or internal, you know, that sort of investment has to be aligned to a goal. And I hear you saying the CFO has to be an essential piece of that puzzle to help make sense of it all to avoid shiny objects where we're just chasing things around, but also to do things the right way, the most disciplined way, the most streamlined and efficient way. That's oh, everything you said. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Pat Arcanapane, thanks so much for joining us again today. It was great to have you back. Um, there's so much to unpack here. I feel like we could have just an episode on external and just an episode on internal, and maybe we will we'll have you back. But thanks so much for sharing time with us again today. Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me again. As usual, it was very enjoyable. Nice to see you. 
Thanks for listening, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.